Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever it is and wherever you are. I hope you are having a fantastic morning, afternoon, or evening. This is Robert Bolden, Life Transform, and this is Momentum Monday, Chasing Freedom, all about chasing freedom today. And and if you're new to the podcast, every Monday we talk about a way to chase freedom as defined by the people involved. I'll interview people or sometimes I'll share my insight. Uh, So I encourage you to check in with me. Um, Let me know how you're chasing freedom. We'd love to share some of your stories and some of some of the ways you're chasing freedom. because I think that's very important. Um, and, And the big key to that is you want to surround yourself with with people who can encourage you, support you and and guide you along that way once you've figured out what freedom is for you. So today I'm going to talk about how you have freedom in the day-to-day, how you have freedom, how I have freedom in daily decisions and just life as it comes at me fast and furious, as I'm sure it does with you too. Okay, so I'm going to start off with a, this is a, something that I, that I do and I wrote it down to, you know, make sure that this is something I refer to often. Okay. So it is since God's guidance can cough can often come to me disguised as an ordinary thought or a whim. I tend to ask myself two questions before acting on any such impulse. Is this like Jesus? Okay. So that's the first thing. Is it like Jesus? So in other words, if Jesus were facing the same circumstance, situation, what would Jesus do? I know that's a that's a uh, well-used I don't know, phrase, what would Jesus do? But it really is powerful. So is this like Jesus? When I have a thought or a whim or a or an impulse to do something, I, I think first thing is, is this like Jesus? And if I obeyed this idea, whatever it was, would the resulting action reflect the character and purpose of Christ? That's really good. So whatever it is I'm contemplating, would it, would the resulting action reflect the character and purpose of Christ? So as, as you know, I think about this, and as you think about this, I'm sure you want your first question is, well, what is the character and purpose of Christ? We're all on different uh, different levels of understanding of what the character and purpose of Christ is. So I would just ask you to find out for yourself, look deep into yourself and understand what you understand the character and purpose of Christ to be. And I am in the middle of really diving into Jesus and his way, what he taught and the way he lived. So my understanding of this is is really evolving at a, at a fast rate right now because I'm really digging into it. The third part of that first question is, is it the sort of thing he would do? And, and these, this first question, which is really kind of two or three questions rolled into one, is all about framing it up 
from Jesus' perspective, what I know about Jesus and, and how he would approach this same situation. Of course, you have to do a little translating into this world. We're not living in Jesus' world, so of course there won't be necessarily apples to apples comparisons. But I think if you filter it through that process, there is wisdom there. A lot of wisdom there. So this is something that serves me. And this can be big issues or small issues. Any any impulse or thought that comes to me. And remember, I said on a whim. What I believe is Holy Spirit. When you have these thoughts. Now, some of it can be your subconscious programs that aren't necessarily serving you. So that's why this Jesus filter is so, so important. And it helps me to act or not act on these impulses or whims. Uh, for, for me, it is truly, that is the step to take. Because if I let my rational mind take over, well, I'm done. Because <laughs> logic logic is just going to get me to probably play it safe because that's what that's what our subconscious will do your subconscious all it wants us to do is survive so it, it does not want us to take any risks so there's got to be some discernment there so as I'm going through this process it's something I also share with others that are close to me that I have confidence and trust in and have have them weigh in with their with their thoughts and perspectives because my goodness my perspectives on this aren't the bomb the end all be all right ultimately we're trying to get back to Jesus so for me it's it's talking about it with other Jesus followers so again, the first question is, is this like Jesus? If I obeyed this idea, would the resulting action reflect the character and purpose of, purpose of Christ? Is it the sort of thing he would do? So that's really good. And the second question that I ask myself is, what's the worst that could happen if I were to get this wrong? So again, this frames it up in impact in magnitude is it going to impact other people to what extent so this this puts it in a in a frame of reference if it isn't if it's a small thing that if i make a decision the worst that could happen is i'm delayed 10 minutes in my day or something like that well you know the significance there is not is not too big but if the answer is actually it would be a disaster if I got this wrong, that's when the red lights start flashing for me. So what I do is I pause and pray. I ask advice from others. I take a little time to discern the best way forward. My general rule of thumb is to be wary of words that are harsh, heavy, or directional. So be wary of words that are harsh, heavy, or directional. 
So as I seek out that advice, I'm just wary of that. Now, if I ask for direction, that's one thing. But if it's volunteered to me, I need to be wary of that. I need to look at the source. And I, hopefully, like I talked about earlier, I won't, I won't ask somebody that I don't value their perspective and their experience and their wisdom. I won't ask them in a situation like this. So again, to recap, the second part is what's the worst that could happen if I were to get this wrong? What is the worst that will happen if I were to get this wrong? It's such a great question. You can say, what is the worst that could happen? It really helps you understand the risk in something. And then, actually, if it would be a disaster if I got this wrong, that's when I pause and pray. And that that prayer, that praying posture, there's no time limit on it. I don't say, well, I'm going to pray right now. And, oh, okay, this is what I think. <laughs> no, you have to be patient. Remember, God's will, God's timing is so much more powerful than anything that we can, we can do. So the pause and pray is what is next. And in that step, think about Jesus, what he did. He got all his power. He prayed a lot in solitude. He went off to commune with his father so much during the time that he taught on this earth. It was a regular part of what he did. So from my perspective, what would Jesus do? He would definitely pray if there's a big big decision and he would ask his father for guidance. So that is so good. And then you get that guidance and you could or could not ask others for advice if you're not clear still. And then just rest in, in whatever you've collected and take a little time to discern the best way forward from your own understanding. Continue to pray through this whole process. Continue to pray through this whole process. And if, if, if you're feeling hesitancy about a decision, you know, because it, the impact of it could end up being a disaster, then you really need to take the time on that and understand it. And I say, turn it over to Jesus and ask for his guidance. So, right, the lesson for me is that the more I can have that relationship with Jesus, the more I surrender to Jesus, the more I will be able to access his authority, his power, his wisdom, his love for me, the more I will, you know, pray and just sit listening to the Holy Spirit within me to give me guidance in these areas. It's just a beautiful, beautiful thing. I know it's counterculture. It doesn't come naturally. I don't think it 
it comes naturally for me, especially in our world where we're called upon to just do and take action and be decisive and all of those things. Gosh, when you're in a corporate world like I was and you have to be a leader, you have to make decisions and that's, that's you know, that's what you have to do. And, and it's based on spreadsheets and probability charts and all these things, all this data, which is fine, but it's just a way to rationalize this world, I believe. How much, how much more powerful uh, source of wisdom to tap into is our amazing God, His Son on earth, His Son come to visit us, Jesus, as God, and then the Holy Spirit that we were left with. So if you want freedom from decisions, from my perspective, and you find this process kind of works for you, then by all means, adopt it, tweak it, use it, use it as you see fit. Whatever makes sense for you, it, work, it really works for me. It gives me a chance to really ensure that I've got got the right wisdom in making decisions for the long term. So I think it's also great to make sure you let others in on this, people that are close to you. Share the process with them, whatever process you come up with. It doesn't have to be the process I'm using here. But whatever you come up with, invite others into that process. Get their thoughts, get their feedback. Because I think that's so important. And my advice is, not that you're asking for it, but if you were, I would just say, really, 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 really de-emphasize the logical mind. Or at least be aware that it is there to keep you safe. It is there to rationalize. It is there to not take risks. It is there to, it's there for the safe route, which sometimes is the best route. God may be telling you to take the safe route. But I would say, I'd much, I, I think I would much rather come to that conclusion by going through God with this process than I would starting in the logic step. Because if you start in a logic step and you never venture over into the what would Jesus do thought process, you may be missing out on something really, really significant in your life and none of us want to do that right when we get to the end of our lives we want to be like we want to just at least i want to be i'm sure you do too you want to feel like your life was lived for a purpose on purpose and that you impacted the world for the kingdom what better way to transition into eternity you know we have to continue to do god's work here on earth even if we were saved 10 years ago, that doesn't mean, well, I sit back, I'm fat, dumb, and happy, and I don't have to do anything. No, you're not really saved if you, if you don't continue to learn and follow Jesus and continue to model your life after Jesus. That, that is going to be your salvation, my salvation. Because that is what leads us to the life that that our Father designed for us. So, 
that's it for today i hope you enjoyed the podcast like like us subscribe to us um share this with your friends make sure this word gets out if this touched you it probably can touch others i so enjoy our time together join me again this thursday for coffee in christ which is my weekly share of the daily practice that i've been doing for years now to uh to to just amplify this joyful life that i'm living and it just keeps getting better and of course every monday we come back with another episode of chasing freedom momentum monday check us out join our online community www.lifetransform.podia.com first hundred members are founding members you have some cool stuff that you receive and we've just got a we're building a community of people who are for each other don't judge each other and in harmony with one another and we're we're going to raise each other's boats raise all the ships together and all of us are going to serve the kingdom together you don't have to be a jesus follower to get into our community i will add that as well so check it out schedule a time when you can chat with one of us and and we can give you some more information so until next time have an amazing amazing morning afternoon or evening and we'll see you chasing freedom momentum monday a week from today